Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 1. Let's do it. Are you a design student or graduate who wants to succeed in the professional world? If so, keep listening. You are about to discover how to get noticed, land your dream job, and have a crazily successful career. It's all about being able to speak, present, and communicate like a boss. So let's get to it. Hello and a big welcome to you, new listener. I'm your host, Christina Cantors, and I just want to say a very big thank you for joining me today. Now, perhaps you're a student studying architecture or landscape design or industrial design, graphics, fashion. Maybe you've just graduated and are looking for your very first job. Or perhaps you're looking to start your own business as a freelancer. Or maybe you're already working and wanting to really make a big impact in your workplace and get that big promotion. Whatever the case, congratulations on wanting to improve the way you communicate. It's something that I'm really passionate about helping people with. And I am truly honored that you were taking time out of your day to spend it with me. So thank you. In this episode, I'm going to share with you what this, what this podcast is all about, what you can expect and how it can help you. I'll also be sharing with you why I started the podcast and then I'll jump into today's topic, which is the number one thing that you need to know about communication skills. Before I go any further, however, I just want to make a full disclaimer. This is not the original episode one that I released back in November 2013 when I started the podcast. It is now the end of July 2014 and I've done 34 episodes. Now why am I recording a new episode one? Firstly, the focus of the podcast has actually changed over the last couple of months. It used to be mostly focused on presentation skills and how you communicated your project at school. So like public speaking skills, how to deliver a real kick-ass presentation, that sort of thing. But now it's more focused on improving your communication skills in order to succeed in getting an awesome job and networking and having a really successful professional career. So I didn't want you to, you know, tune into episode one as a new listener, hear the old intro and then think, oh, it's, it's not for, this podcast isn't for me. So, so just know if when you're listening to early episodes of the podcast, the intro is a little bit different as they are more geared towards improving your design presentations, but, but you know, the content is still totally relevant no matter, whether, no matter if you're still a student or if you're a professional. These are skills that will stay with you through life and the earlier you learn them, the more effective you're going to be at getting jobs and being a successful professional. So don't discount the early episodes. They still contain a lot of valuable content. There's also been another slight change. I used to do what I called um, a story from studio segment where I'd get listeners to share what they learnt from a memorable presentation as a design student. Now I did that for a while, um, but now because the podcast has changed focus, I'm thinking of changing this to maybe sharing your elevator pitch or something like that. So make sure you listen to future episodes to find out. We'll see how that goes. But apart from that, everything else is still the same. I'm still doing interviews with inspiring architects and designers, with speakers and marketing and branding professionals and communication experts who share their stories and offer incredible tips and strategies 
that you can implement now to better your own communication skills. And of course, I'll still be doing some solo shows to share with you some of the lessons that I've learned on my own journey towards becoming a confident, creative communicator. So the topics that I cover in this podcast include job hunting techniques, how to kick butt in your job interviews, how to network, how to use good communication to thrive in the workplace, personal branding, very important, and also, of course, public speaking and overcoming fear. Now, if there is a topic that you would love to hear covered on the podcast and that I haven't covered yet, or if there's something you'd like me to go into more detail with, I would love to hear from you. Just send an email to Christina at designdrawspeak.com. That's Christina with a C-H. I always welcome your feedback and suggestions as this is the best way for for me to make the podcast as awesome as possible for you. So by now you know my name is Christina Cantors. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, which is officially one of the world's most livable cities, which I fully attribute to the amazing coffee. I did my Masters of Architecture at the University of Melbourne, which was a lot of work as other architecture people can attest to, but a lot of fun too. Now, I wasn't what you'd call a star design student. I was actually more interested in the professional practice subjects rather than the design subjects. I've since learned that your marks count for very little when you're job hunting. It's, it's more about how you work and, and who you know and how you get along with others. Anyway, I made a few connections during my final year of study and I got myself a job after graduating at a large international design firm. I worked there for three years and in the process, I did some further study and passed all the exams to become a registered architect. Now, it was during this time that I discovered just how important good communication skills are when it comes to getting a job, making an impact in the workplace and being a successful architect. I found myself getting more and more obsessed with this. I'd done a, a communication skills course at, at university and I, and I started watching more TED Talks. I observed people, I listened to podcasts and eventually I realised, you know what, this is my purpose. This is what drives me, to be able to really help others improve themselves, to give them confidence in themselves and the skills to be able to effectively talk about their work, to speak assertively and to make a big impact on others and then become successful designers so they can then get their work out there and make their impact on the world. And helping people do this, like that stuff is way more rewarding for me than anything else. So I started the podcast and the blog, which you can find at designdrawspeak.com and I've since left my job to pursue this full time. Yep, that's, that's how much I love it. If you want to discover more about what I do, please check out my LinkedIn profile. Just go to LinkedIn, search Christina Cantors. I'd love to connect with you and just be sure to tell me that you found me through the podcast. Okay, so that's just a little bit about me. So you're not like, who is this random chick in my ear? Okay, so let's get into today's topic. I'm actually going to play the original bit from the old episode one here because it's still, it's still um, you know, totally relevant. You can also hear how I was when I was just getting started. So let's get into it. The number one thing that you need to know about communication skills. 
the number one thing that you need to know about communication skills. All right, I'm just going to tell you right now. They can be learnt. Yes, they can be learnt. These skills are just like any other skill that can be learnt. You know how many people I've heard say to me, oh, I'm just not good at speaking to a group or oh, I'm just not very good at public speaking. You know what I say to that? I say, of course, you're not very good at it if you haven't been taught how to do it properly. Here's an example for you. No one ever gets on a bicycle for the very first time, falls off and goes, oh, I'm just not very good at riding a bike. No one says that because everyone understands that you need to learn skills on, with how to ride a bike. You need to learn how to balance. You need to learn how to step on it properly and, and brake and all that sort of thing. Communication skills are exactly the same. And I have, and it, it is something that you can learn. And I have firsthand experience at, at this. Now, I'll just tell you a quick story. When I was back in third year of university, I had just a regular design presentation and we had a guest critic come in and she was a tough nut. Like she was awful. She was, she was grilling people about their designs. She was, you know, ripping them apart and being really nasty with her comments. And, and I was sitting there watching other people and I was freaking out. And I actually had to run to the bathrooms beforehand and just breathe and breathe and calm myself down. When it finally came to giving the presentation, I I don't even think it went that bad. She didn't even grill me that that much. Um, but I was just so overwhelmed by it all. I actually ran to the bathrooms again after my presentation and just burst into tears. Yeah, I burst into tears. I just couldn't handle the pressure and I just made it out to be so much worse than it actually was. Anyway, fast forward a few more years. I graduated from uni, got a job, and and I was actually one I was a part of a of a committee as, as part of my my company. And I remember it was I'd only been there for a few months and the 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 board of directors had actually asked one person from each committee there there were a few committees that asked one person from each committee to go and speak to the board and give a presentation about the committee and, and what they did and they were asking for volunteers and I put my hand up I said yep I'll I'll do it I'll just note here that no one else volunteered no one they all kind of everyone looked at the floor and pointed at each other when it came to choosing when it came to volunteering. But anyway, so I prepared my presentation. I went into the boardroom and I delivered it. I was confident. I didn't forget anything. I didn't stumble. I didn't even need notes. And I most certainly did not run to the bathroom afterwards and burst into tears or throw up or whatever. So what changed? Some people could say, okay, well, you're older, you're more experienced. And, and I say, okay, maybe that, that might have helped. But, but really, I, I put it down to the fact that I learnt how to present in, 
in in uni in my final year. And what happened was I I did a a, a communications course, and that was a it was outside the architecture faculty, and and in this course we were actually taught techniques, tricks, skills, how to on how to put together a presentation, how to how to project more confidence, and how to deliver a really good talk. And I applied those to presentations in my final year of uni, found that they worked, and lo and behold, gave a presentation at work, and those skills worked just the same for me there. And so I'm telling you now, you can learn these skills. So don't just say to yourself, oh, I'm just not very good at this. No one, look, no one is actually born with with these skills, just like no one's born knowing how to ride a bike. You have to learn it. And this is something that you, you don't actually get better with practice at. So some people will say, okay, you, yeah, you, you just have to practice it more. You get better with practice. There is an element of truth to this. But in my opinion, practice does not necessarily make you better. In fact, it can make you worse. And I've, I had a friend of mine tell me this. She said that she started giving presentations at work and she actually found that she got worse because each time she did it, she told herself that she didn't do so well and she just got really nervous. She got more and more nervous each time. So each time she had to present, she just kept talking herself down and that's and she actually got worse at presenting. So there you go. You don't even necessarily get better with practice. You may also be thinking, okay, well, what's there to learn? I'll tell you, there's a lot. There are a lot. You, I mean, you will be amazed at all the different elements to consider when putting together a, a good presentation or a really good presentation, I should say. There's, there's posture, pace, vocal projection, the structure of your content, you know, what to share with your audience, what not to share, how to deal with the audience. And that's before we're even covering what does your presentation look like? What do your slides look like? My goal here is to take, uh, I know this can be quite overwhelming, So my goal here is to take one element each week in each episode, break it down and give you some actionable things that you can do to help with your presentation. So there you have it. They can be learned, everyone. Now, every week on the podcast, I like to give a little challenge. And these are usually challenges that you can just do I mean, you don't have to be doing a job interview or giving a presentation to to do these things. You can use them in everyday, you can practice them in everyday situations. So this week's challenge, if you're listening to this for the very first time, I'd like you to think of a skill that you're good at. It could be a sport, it could be cooking or playing an instrument, or maybe you're really good at Photoshop or something like that, whatever. Just write it down. Now I'd like you to think about what you were like at that skill when you first started. Were you brilliant at it? Chances are you probably weren't. So I'd like you to write down what you did to improve yourself in that area. So for example, for me, when I first started snowboarding, I was terrible. And the first few times I tried on my own, I was just I was just awful and I wasn't progressing at all. And it wasn't until I took lessons to actually teach me proper technique. And then after that, just practice, practice, practice. And that's what actually helped me get a lot better at snowboarding. 
And the thing with and the thing with snowboarding as well is that if you don't take lessons and you learn, you tend to learn bad habits, and from there it gets very difficult to reverse or fix. So if you can learn communication skills now with the right technique, it's going to be much easier for you to pick up good habits now as a uh, as opposed to trying to reverse bad habits later on. So that just about wraps up episode one, or I should say episode one. 2.0. Just before I go, I just want to let you know that if you want to receive weekly communication and presentation tips through my newsletter, you can sign up at designjawspeak.com and become part of the community. I also have a freebie there if you sign up, so be sure to check that out. You can find the show notes for this episode at designjawspeak.com slash 001. And again, don't forget to sign up for the Design Draw Speak newsletter for more awesome tips and tricks. Thank you again for listening. You are a rock star. And as I said at the beginning, I am so honored that you are taking this journey with me. I'll see you at the next episode. This has been Presentation Skills for Design Students, helping you become a confident, creative communicator. Oh, 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 o